0: Think about this. Our brains change Memory is an amazing thing. What you think is there. Our brains aren't really finished. They're, they're not fully cooked, cooked yet. You own go own. with your heart, you don't have any brain. idea why. Yeah, we're doing so most smart in the things that we're doing. But here's the deal. In an era in which bits can be broadcast into your home on your command, why is it that people would actually leave their homes, settle themselves down in a monumentally uncomfortable seat? in a theater in order to watch some kind of live performance? There's lots of answers to that question, but some of them are, I think, actually psychological. I'm Art Markman.
1: I'm Bob Duke. I'm Rebecca McEnroy, and this is Two Guys on Your Head. Today, the psychology of live theater.
0: So one of the fascinating things about theater is it it, actually requires a pretty sophisticated mental leap to be made in which you take whatever's going on in the outside world, whatever the rules are of the outside world, whatever, whatever the, the rules of engagement that you, that you have with people, the, the things you're allowed to say, the way that you're supposed to say them, all of those, those rules that govern day-to-day behavior get put off to the side when you step into this room. And so now you, you have this room in which there are prescribed roles. The audience sits and is 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 engaging by watching the uh and 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 sometimes it's participatory. If you've ever gone to the Globe Theater in uh in in, in London, there's there's a certain amount of, you know, little little audience participation that could happen. Um the the actors are largely constrained to the the area of the stage again occasionally that that rule gets broken a little bit but one of the things that you do is to participate to cooperate in the construction of a set of rules that are going to hold for the purposes of that performance and we all buy into that and so if a character suddenly starts speaking aloud her inner thoughts we have no problem with that nobody sits there going what (laughs) that that can't happen I want my money back, right? Where we we agree, okay, I understand the rules of this, right? and and those rules then have to be maintained. so the so the performance constructs a a reality over a over a very constrained period of time, right? Just a couple of hours that that partly is is something that that the the actors ask us to buy into, partly, it requires us to make use of our prior experience with theater in order to understand what the rules generally are so that when you have a sophisticated audience you can then break those rules in interesting ways. But what's fascinating is the degree to which we very, very quickly construct an alternative reality that everyone buys into just for the purposes of that performance. So if you meet the actors afterwards, you don't expect them to start voicing their thoughts, even if they had done that throughout <laughs> the entire show. We we don't necessarily expect that the actors are even gonna have the same accent <laughs> when we meet them in real life that they had when they were on stage. Uh, so we, we, we actually very quickly are able to readapt to the real world even if conceptually we're caused to think about concepts in a different way, we don't actually expect the world to to take on all of these characteristics of this constructed world. And what's fascinating is that having a space in which that happens... I think lends itself to making it easier to do that, easier to sort of suspend the normal laws of reality in order to engage in that.
1: Art, your your point at the very beginning about the fact that you would have to get dressed and get in a car and go schlep somewhere and go to the theater when you could see that same stuff on a screen in your house, and and part of that has to do with experiencing things with other people. I think we often and people thought when television first arrived that movies were just going to go out of business because why would anybody go to a theater when you could watch it on a television in your in your home? Even even the primitive televisions that were the first televisions, but there's something about being with other people who are reacting to the same thing that you're experiencing that human beings value. Uh, and I, you know, we know when we listen to a joke or, 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 or see a comedy routine or whatever, we experience it differently when we're with other people than when we're alone. And I think the same thing is true when we're watching a play unfold uh, in front of us, is that now we're with other people and there's even though we're all in the dark and we're not talking to each other about it in the moment, there's something about that shared experience with other human beings that makes it different than if we just experienced that alone. I think another piece of this that's really interesting is that
0: engaging in in live theater requires a little bit of preparation for the immersion, right? So if I want to, I could go home from work plop myself down on the sofa and immediately turn on the television and try to engage myself in whatever's going on on the screen. And and I don't know about anybody listening to this, but I actually have a really hard time watching television alone. I find myself within moments picking up my phone, (laughs) doing other stuff. Um, it's it's very hard to be immersed in what's going on on the screen. And I think that a part of the problem is that we don't create a kind of ritual immersion experience for ourselves. You just turn the TV on and you're still in your home, which is associated with all sorts of other activities. But to go to the theater is an experience, right? You leave the house prepared I'm going to go to the theater you get a little program when you get there. you've handed a ticket in, you've walked to your seat, you're sitting down you have a chance to look at the set often I and mean, a lot of theaters will will actually keep you know allow you to see some of the set before the actors have come on it. sometimes of course it's just the curtain before it goes up but but there's this gradual process of leaving the world behind and entering into this new experience that I think enhances that ability to create a mindset in which you really engage with this experience.
1: Next week, we'll talk about the psychology of creation with Dr. Art Markman and Dr. Bob Duke. David Alvarez is our engineer, and I'm Rebecca McEnroy. I produce Two Guys on Your Head at KUT Radio in Austin, Texas.